down the road and Newberry College. So we're all the time in, in Newberry. Uh, we've, we've maintained about 800 buildings in South Carolina, Charlotte, and Augusta, Georgia, doing preventive maintenance for those facilities. And everything from industrial to hospitals, all the way down to uh, places like the Trustus Theater in Columbia and the Town Theater in Columbia. So when I'm trying to grow our our network and our partners, I'm like, who can we have to call on? So I sought after you guys because we we're able to help the Trusted Theater and the Town Theater. I thought, well, why not the one at Newberry? <laughs> so that's kind of why we're here today. And I want to thank Matt for answering the phone and uh, be willing to have a conversation and see if there's any way we can help. So that, that's kind of what got us here. And uh, we met with Matt and Hannah. Uh, which yeah, and just had a dialogue of tell me what you got, how are things going, what are your goals, and uh, just to kind of frame this, I'm going to try to talk fast so that I can be in and out and have it done in less than 20 minutes, maybe less, but we can always go back and ask questions, but uh, just to try to keep the dialogue going because I know you have a full agenda, it sounds like. Uh, we uh, talked about some uh, some objectives that the Newberry community players are, are working on. We did a physical assessment of the equipment 
We also uh, looked at some financial numbers, and then our goal today is to uh, present a recommendation to the group, and then a co-author the scope of a solution, if it makes sense, and you guys sound like you want to uh, move to the next steps, and then uh, come up with an agreement on the next steps. My goal today is to get an agreement, and if we, if you sound like you like what we're here, if you, if you uh, hear what you like, we can move forward. If not, we can go on down the street. And uh, so, uh, when I talked with Matt and Hannah, there was a threshold that you guys are trying to avoid as far as the capital improvements and uh, making code upgrades to the whole building. Mm. Is everybody aware of that? Okay. So, this capital avoidance piece is what can we do today? to prolong the life of the equipment that you have. Mm -hmm. uh, keep what you have running as long as you can. That's the goal of, of meeting with you guys. And that was the same goal with meeting with Trustus and the Talent Theater. It's like, let's hold on as long as we can, save our reserves. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll, we want to help plan strategic equipment upgrades. So let's try not to buy all this at one time, right? What can we do to plan so that we can do this in a, in order that makes sense. Um, obviously, guest experience and comfort, when people are really cold in there and you're trying to have a show or they're really hot, that's not the greatest. If there's odors that aren't pleasant, that's also not the greatest. So that's, that's an objective that we're working towards. And then a, a proactive approach to address any kind of unplanned major repairs. So Hannah shared with us that if something breaks and it's several thousand dollars, she now has to go raise the money, right? And that's a big unplanned expense that, that is not fun and it's hard to deal with. So I don't know how much you guys know about your equipment, but the first two or three slides are just kind of a, this is what you got, <laughs> okay? And I've tagged them so that we can know which photos go with which. So this is number one, number two, this is in the alleyway on the right, number three. I don't know where all these are. I'm going to sit in a chair. Okay. Okay. This is the condensing unit on the left that works with the air handler on the right. That's in the basement. And then these two are in the mezzanine. Those four and five are heaters. And then in the barber shop is number six. So let's dive into number one. So this is a 36-year-old machine. And let me back up and say one of the biggest objectives that I was trying to help you guys with is trying to figure out what you've got and how old it is. Like, I know we all think it's old and we know it's old, but really let's put some numbers to it and, and get the data. So this one's 36 years old. When we dove in. It's only 36 years old. It's only 36, right. The filters weren't secure, so air like water is going to find the path of least resistance and go around the filters. Uh, we found a rat's nest in the right <laughs> side there by the condensing unit. Is that a rat or a squirrel? Because we've had squirrels in here too. It's uh, a mansion. I think it's a squirrel mansion. Yeah, our technician thought it was a rat just based on yeah. the size Persistent of the holes. Persistent squirrels, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and then the dust built up on the left of the motor slows it down. So this is our technician. Uh, there's a, a missing filter under there. That's the economizer. That's what really saves you a lot of money in the spring and fall. It pulls fresh air from the outside instead of using the air on the inside. Yeah. And it, without, that without that filter, that's gonna cause compression failure, 
bearing failures and a lot more energy to be used. This is the, uh, the coils. It, it definitely could use a good cleaning. So if you look at the right where the two fingers are, that is uh, two wires that look like they were cut. So that's because they bypassed the fuse. And our technician was saying that this could uh, definitely provoke a, a fire or an electrical hazard. That's just something for you guys and to Which do. box is this? This is number, number one. one. So the, the, the old. This is the one that Peter's not working in. The this train. One. Yeah. So that's just something that I want to draw your attention to that's a hazard. Um, this is unit two. So this is 16 years old. This is your, the baby of the. This is the baby of the bunch. Just before we. It was manufactured in 2006. So when we, we opened this one up, the filters there were missing. And if you look down that right side, if you go all the way down to the right. It's uh, So it, it, it's like somebody cleaned. And I, they you know, reach. They cleaned where they can reach. But it's really causing a lot of drag on the system, and it's causing it to overwork and work overtime to this cool. This looks like what I had at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I'm in an aerial yeah. building, so and I'm, I'm, this well, doesn't shock me. Why is that a major issue, okay? This will lead to expensive compressive failures, mm -hmm. the bearing failures. It causes everything to break down because it just can't cool efficiently. And compressors break when they have to work overtime. Mm -hmm. And that's where the money's where the money's at. This is the unit outside here on the right. Um, it's 21 years old. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's in good shape. So you pulled the serial number and I was like, oh wow, 21 years. So just to kind of take a, a two second time out, the life expectancy for these units in the southeast is 12 to 15 years. Oh. So just to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. So we're running on borrowed time. Thanks for reminding us. I just, what did you know? There's hope. No, no, I really didn't know that. <laughs> So when we opened up the electrical box there, this is a burnt contact point uh, over on the right. You can see at, on the bottom there, there's several fuses that have been blown that just kind of got stored there. But why is this important? This causes the, the unit to now, that was working on a multi-phase, to now work on single phase, which means it draws a lot more energy and it wears out those, those systems a lot faster. Those, the coils were, were kicked and had vines growing on them and feathers, which then, you know, slows it down and causes it to work over time. This is, I put that picture there just to show you, because most of you might not know where this is, but if you go down the steps, this is how you get to the air handler for that unit. Yeah. Okay. It's 23 years old. Now this was very concerning. There's water all the It's 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 condensation coming out of the air ducts. Right. So this I have watched it rain down there. Right behind the unit is the middle picture and it looks like there's a good bit of water there. So what does this do? It causes bacterial growth, fungal growth, it causes odors, it causes and that condensate line there is the backed up drain pipe. So in the middle, where the finger is pointing, is where it's actually leaking from. Over on the right, if you push that, that was me pushing up on the aluminum tin and it was full of water. Okay, so that's, that's an issue for sure. This is a condensate drain pump. That condensate line 
goes into the sump pump, which is supposed to you know, pump it out. Uh, it looked like the wires were cut. I'm not sure if it's disconnected or if it's, uh, but it, it was full of water. Uh, yeah, it could have been squirrels. Yeah, it could have been rats. But you can see the unit had been sitting in the water, which causes that rust. Yeah, Larry, I found out about Larry. Larry's, <laughs> Larry's scary. Larry. It could all be Larry's fault. Okay. There you go. Uh, so this is categorized as plug drains. That's what I would categorize this. Uh, water buildup is what was caused. And you, you can see everything from air quality issues inside the facility to odors to the foundation issues. Uh, our technician pointed out that the yellow wire nuts, those have been submerged. That's why those white rings are around there. That's definitely not good for longevity of the equipment, right? So uh, this is a major concern for, for me. Uh, in the mezzanine, the unit on the left looks like it's 30, 38 years old and 37 on the right. Matt informed me that unit five is currently not working. No, it works. There's a thermostat it, issue. No, it chirps. It chirps. <laughs> we have to turn it off during the play. If we can run it up to the play, but during the play we have to turn it off. Gotcha. Okay. The only one Otherwise that, it's all that, here. that does not work is on stage. Because of the acoustics in there, it's literally down by one. Yeah. But this one goes oh, okay. churps. The belt squeaks. Yeah. All right. It just wants to be a part of the place. It looked like there was a thermostat disconnected, but some wires that could be cleaned up and a duct tape that could be neatened up. And, and that's all stuff that, uh, what I said here at the very bottom is that uh, will be diagnosed and repaired at startup. So the, the ticking and the the duct tape and the zip ties that need to be there for the wires, all that's something that at startup that we could talk about that normally gets done. So in the uh, barbershop, I think they call it? Yeah. In the barbershop? It used to be a barbershop. It used to be a barbershop. It was, this is a 26 year old uh, unit. It looked fairly new. I was surprised it was 26 years old, uh, but the, there was a disconnected Thermostat. thermostat at the bottom there, and it just overall cleaning. In the 12 years that I've been, I've never seen that one, so it's probably brand new. Uh, uh, when I started here in 2003, it was still not running good, so yeah. awesome. Do you want it to run? No need to. We run off the heater in here. Okay. We have enough torque over there from this unit, this heat over there. Well, that's something that we can note because ultimately whenever we did come up to pricing, we did include that, but we can take it off. So just know that whenever we get to that point, there's some things At that we can go back and adjust. At one time, there was no entrance okay. from here yeah. to there. Gotcha. That wall was not open. And it was literally a barbershop. That's why it's called that. Oh, I love it. Uh, I the two front rooms used to be bring out as a theater at one point. Okay. And then this side was turned into bathrooms and office, and then and the barbershop moved out. Just took a Fantastic. And, and this is exactly why we're doing this. This is like a verification meeting where we verify what we found, mm -hmm. and then we come up with a solution and say, cut that out. We don't need that here. And but we also want to make sure that it's feasible to be doing the heating air back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just like a summary of the photos. Uh, there were two main, I categorized all this into two main concerns or opportunities. Number one, the equipment longevity, taking care of the caked up uh, coils, things like the rat's nest, 
if they get in there and mess with the wires and the piping, that, that could be a major problem. Yeah. It, it's only going to make it go worse, right? Yeah. And then and number two would be the indoor air quality issues with smells and uh, just the overall comfort of the patrons. Yeah. So my, the question that I was tasked with by Hannah was, how old is our equipment and how long will it last? <laughs> so I took an average. The average age is 28 years. So we're about double um, what the average life expectancy for these systems are. And I'm not here to recommend that we replace everything today. That's not my goal. My goal is to try to extend the life with the program of maintenance. So uh, our best estimate is we believe we can get at least five more years if, if partnered with us and, and the maintenance is done correctly. This is just a nice little visual that we showed Matt and, and Hannah in our first meeting that most of the, most of the people that we come to, like the trustless theater and the folks like that, they run very reactive, okay? And they run till they fail. They run to the system fails and they have to spend $10,000 or $15,000 to replace the unit today, tomorrow, because they have a show coming up and it's very expensive with cranes. And so what, we're like, what we like to do is to provide a, a, a fixed cost where when the compressor goes out, we cover it. When the belts need to be changed, that's in the, all that's covered in a fixed solution so that you can budget and you know what's, what to expect, and you don't have to go find that money every time something breaks. Uh, these are the eight buckets that owning and operating a building, and, and that, was, that was surprising, but exciting to learn that the Newberry Community Players owns the building. So all of your costs for owning and operating this building are broken into these eight buckets. Okay, with the energy costs, Matt shared that the average energy um, the power bill is about eleven hundred bucks. Is that about right? Yeah, eleven hundred bucks. It's about eleven hundred in heating and cooling and everything. For yeah. Perfect. That's the number that we use. And uh, capital avoidance—that's uh, trying to prolong having to spend that big chunk of money. Uh, major repairs, parts, and labor. I don't have those exact costs, but I'm going to show you some costs that we came up with that are averages. Um, Lost productivity. Lost productivity is when you can't have a show because it's too hot or uh, you lose a patron because they don't want to come back because it's too hot or too cold. That's lost productivity in our mind. So we'll take a sip of water. Christy, if you'll okay. share um, with them this part. And, um, so good, better, best. We'll talk about that in just a second, but kind of backing up to our best estimate. How much longer? <laughs> How, how much longer do you think um, the systems will last? And so um, we said estimated five years, and that's just a history of, you know, we have hundreds of buildings under agreement. And, you know, we're not afraid of old, old, old equipment because it's got pieces and parts and that can be um, nurtured and changed out so that you can avoid having to make that major, you know, replace a whole unit. So, um, and so really with the five years, that's, that's a, we feel, we feel, good with that that's um, you know it's a good average number you know high um, it might be longer than that you know but you know we don't have a crystal ball but our goal is to um, extend the life of it so all right 
Um, so the good, better, best. Um, so the good, we put that up there because essentially, um, you know, our business model is very proactive. Um, there are a lot of HVAC companies out there. Um, I'm sure you'll probably know some people have friends, that kind of thing. And it's not anything against them and what they're doing. It's just um, the others in the marketplace are more of minimal on the front end and maximum on the back end. So, you know, they're going to make their money whenever something major happens and they can come in and they can um, make the money on the repair or the um, you know, replacement. Um, so that price is more, that's probably in line with what you would find if someone were to come in and give you an, um, a, another quote for um, a maintenance on it. And that's more, that's equivalent to our test and inspect. And so it's really- Almost like they get rewarded for not doing the proper maintenance because then they get the nice, oh, it went down, let's go, let's go replace it. And that's the different model. But the whole, the whole, the reason why Matt's full this time on the front end talking about the whole business model is because it really is um, the way we're set up. We partner with folks who value getting maximum life expectancy out of systems, and also um, um, minimizing those large repair costs whenever they come up. Because everything is it's going to fail at some point in time. It's just a given. Anytime you've got moving parts. And so um, our goal is to help you get maximum uptime on reliability and extend the life of your systems. And so we take a very proactive approach and that's why um, the better cost, that's our actual preventative maintenance program that is um, very detailed where we're cleaning everything and we're greasing the bearings and we're changing so the belts a, and we're aligning things. Is it a things. PM program or a RAMP program, a repair and maintenance? Um, well, the PM, the middle, the better price is a PM program, okay. and the best yes, price yeah. is um, PM and repair. So, All of that is covered. So the best is a repair maintenance. Yeah. So, so under the best, under your ramp program, mm -hmm. what's covered? Um, all movable parts and the only I mean, exception. You know what we have. What, yep. What's covered? Everything. And the, and the, the, so, the exceptions are if you do have R22, all of your systems are R22. Yep. So, forgive me, y'all, I'm getting hot and I can't get this jacket off. Um, <laughs> Where's the jacket in July South? It was cute. <laughs> Red, white, blue, I'm trying to get with it. Um, but that, yeah, the, um, the things that would be excluded are. Um, so if you had a hole in the middle of a coal and we can't get to it to repair it, we probably are going to come to you and say, Matt, we really need to look at just replacing this because by the time you change, the coal is not, not maintainable, it's not, it's not a moving part, so right. you can't maintain it. But if the compressor goes in, that is covered. Covered. that's covered in the rain. That's covered in it. Okay. Yeah. Now, if the compressor fails and we can salvage the, the um, refrigerant in it, that's good, that there's no charge for refrigerant. If it burns the refrigerant out because it's R22, there would be right. a charge for the refrigerant, but not the compressor. And that's the, that is the um, major piece with that. Um, you know, your, your risk are your compressors, your motors, um, and um, I don't think you have any circuit boards on these, but, and, we're being told that's the problem with one why the furnace doesn't work. Okay, well, it's so. covered. It's covered. The, the, yeah, the boards covered. are covered. Well, that was that, yeah. it could be that fuse that was bypassed on one. It, but boards yeah. are covered. Yeah. Okay. They are. We can look at them. As long as you can get them. Look, get them if the furnace covered. was working right. until, the, until we <clears> changed the thermostat, thermostat went yeah. from an analog to a digital, yeah. all of a sudden the furnace quit working. But the AC works great. 
Well, and not much of, use in January, but AC works great. Yeah. Okay. So, so that that is um, the gist of it, and we could go back. My, Matt does have a cost justification yes. piece to it, but this is uh, go ahead. A, a, I'm sorry. A very show you kind of how we got the numbers. So we're going to look at two columns: the reactive versus proactive, and then we'll get out of your here because I know we're going over our time here. Uh, I want to make sure we have time to answer questions. So the value of your assets, $78,000, meaning if you were to go and replace all of your systems today, what would that cost? That would be $78,000. Yeah, that's the comparable price of what new equipment. Yes. It's not comparable. Brand new equipment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Installed. It installed. Yeah. Yes. Right. And that's a... We got checks. <laughs> and they'll be rubbery, but no money. I said, we have checks on the treasure. I can wind them. <laughs> <laughs> you write some, I'll write some, Kelly. We'll get so them covered. Where are the 15,000? We might have a team over here. We believe we can get five more years out of the equipment for sure. Okay. Five years out of the equipment. Our best guess is five years. That's where the fifteen six hundred comes. You guys need to be squirreling away fifteen thousand dollars a year. <laughs> so we do. We so just go away. We have a it's on our list of things to do. I'm just saying. We have a million. We just yeah. wait for emergencies. Nobody's doing it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's Squirrels doing it. Squirrels keep taking it. But if you wanted to, you know, to plan the most proactive way, yeah. this is the best way to do it. So that's the total cost. That's a over the next five years. Mm -hmm. Now, we've had buildings like Christy said that we've gotten 40 years out of the equipment because we're taking care of it the right way. And yeah. so that could be pushed out in less yeah, and The reality is, you know, I want to make sure that we don't make any false proclamations here. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want anybody to think that just because we're taking on it, it'll, it'll last forever. Um, you know, we feel confident in our ability and what we're doing there that we can get you help you get a lot more life out of it and it might be 10 years it might be 12 years it might be two years well, the whole goal is to try to help plan all ramp programs are essentially an insurance program yeah that's right we're okay, paying in on the debt that sorry we don't feel that your maintenance keeps us up right right if we should have a catastrophic failure mm -hmm. or we have to replace is there a discount in that? Is there a, you ran six years, we got six more years out of it, but no major work happened to be done other than regular PEM. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to give you this unit for. Is there an offset on that cost? And, and the reason I, right. the reason I ask, I deal with ramp programs every day. Perfect. So we Tomatsu, we okay. run ramp programs, Sir, and we do stuff like that. <laughs> so that's why it's all awesome. it's an insurance program. Well, basically. let's say, for example, if um, you know, we because the goal is for you guys, we can already tell what we're going to be doing is running it as long as we can, and we will only do an equipment change out when there is a catastrophic failure type scenario. Or if we should get if we should get a donation that says, hey, yeah. upgrade your building, and we don't need any other major pro programs right. going on, like, you know, a roof, plumbing, <laughs> anything, you know, yeah, right. like that, right. then we would say, okay, hey, guys, right. uh, AC needs an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, 
as far as what I was going to say, though, is let's say that if we got to the point and the uh, compressor went out and we decided that, hey, you know, now's a good time to do a re uh, replacement versus a repair, um, we would definitely give you a credit back of the compressor piece of it. Um, but um, we don't necessarily do a discount because um, we didn't have, you know, we help because we didn't, you know, because we didn't have any issues with that, because we are going to have issues. Um, I understand. Yeah. I, I, I'm at what I'm, the reason I was asking is, right. let's say, just for argument's sake, we go with the bill, we go yeah. with five, almost six grand a year, mm -hmm. and we run another seven years of no major failures, all mm -hmm. you're doing is PM work, whatever, fixing the drain down there, <clears throat> minor things. You know, over the course of that time, we put in $30,000, almost $40,000 right. into this, and we have a, a major failure. We have something failed that can't can't get R22 anymore. Whatever the case may be, we mm -hmm. have to do a major replacement. Right. You know, we paid forty grand over the cost of that time for PM maintenance, mm -hmm. and we're not really gaining anything on the repair side. Right. So, and right. That, that's why I'm asking. This. And and um, you know, full transparency. That's where you know, kind of um, the the um, co-authoring because we can do just a PM only, or we could do the all inclusive. And you know, we really um, weren't able to truly analyze how many reactive costs you have had. So, if we've had a lot of costs, you know, that's really kind of the last thing we had was two years ago putting the fan on that one out there. Yeah. So with that being said, maybe what is a better option for you all based on the actual repair costs that you have had is just that good PM only program. And then if something happens, you know, it's um, that you know can tolerate that um, reactive repair costs, maybe that is the best option. So on um, the PM programs or on the ramp program, either one. Right. Um, how often are y'all in? Quarterly. Quarterly, so yeah. four times a year, unless mm -hmm. called. I'm assuming if called on the on, on the best program, intermediate or best program, mm -hmm. intermediate is good. still just a PM program. Right? It is, it is, and the only reason why we put the good program is because it really is. That's our pricing for like a test and inspect, and we're not doing any kind of proactive cleaning. So we're really looking at two programs. We're well, I really recommend it. Yeah, the better and the best. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're so talking about. In doing that. Downstairs, salt pumps are broken, right? Mm -hmm. They're not working. That's covered under the best, but not the better. And is it covered that it's already broken? That's a good See, That's like your car. If you buy a car and it's already broken, they're not going to fix that's it with the insurance. That's a good, good point. Question. So what we do is do that first um, um, thorough inspection where we go ahead and clean everything. Yep. And we would bring, um, so if it's a minor issue, we're gonna go ahead and fix it mm -hmm. during the exit cost you guys. If it's a major issue, like that contactor, we'll probably just change that contactor out. Right. Um, but for, um, if it's a major issue like the sump, <coughs> we're gonna ask you guys to repair that okay. before we bring it under the warranty part okay. portion of it. Um, or if you've got a compressor that's dead, we're gonna bring that to your attention and ask you to address that before we take it over. Um, but otherwise, you know, anything after that would be covered. If we uh, 
sign up with the best program and then two weeks from now, the compressor that was working when we started up dies, That's we covered yeah. it. You, you certify it working right. at the yeah. time yeah. we signed it on. Exactly. Right. Okay. But the, the, it's either yeah. working or not working kind of situation. Right. Yeah. But really, so you know, the key thing is for, for y'all to decide, first of all, we really would love to partner with you guys because y'all are cool people. We love the venue. You've got a great thing. We understand the goals, and we know we can help you guys. Um, but, um, you know, really, it, it really dials into kind of how risk tolerant you guys are. Um, you know, the energy savings, we do feel like we can give you some energy savings to offset some of the cost of the program. So, can you, can you go into that? Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so let's look at this for just a minute. So, the energy, um, the energy waste, so <laughs> doing the proper quarterly maintenance of cleaning the coils, proper belts that are to change every year, and uh, the filters that are keeping everything clean and all the proper PM, $1,400 a year is a very conservative number that we believe that we could save and, on and just quick, energy. The number, the number with that is, um, Matt we're told us $1,100, and so. Um, we're rough, again, we're roughly $1,100 a month in power, the heat cooling So if you multiply that by 40%, okay, and I'm sorry, I don't do math very well in my head, but if you multiply that number by 40%, um, that's that's the piece of your energy that's coming from your HVAC. That's industry standards, mm -hmm. just the type and usage of facility and that kind of thing. And then, so of that, we usually we're estimating that we can save you somewhere between ten and thirty percent based on the condition of your equipment. And um, you know, really, we we see a lot of opportunity to help um, clean and align and that kind of thing. Um, that's and change, you know, address that electrical piece. So that you're having the you know the correct power, um, so that's how we arrived at that um, savings number. This is just one study that was done. Deliver. Uh, those are seven and a half ton cooling units. The third one down, uh, with a moderately dirty, all the way over. If they're cleaned, that's three hundred and sixty-nine dollars for that unit per year, and you guys have multiple units there. So that's kind of. A that's ballpark. Just, that's just a, and that's on a moderately dirty condenser in that one that we saw was really so, dirty. So basically, we're spending four hundred and forty dollars per month on our ABAC because that's forty percent of eleven hundred dollars. Right. And you're saying you can save us ten to thirty percent by cleaning them. Of that four hundred. Of that four hundred. Okay. Yeah. 30, that's where we. Thirty five to forty dollars. Okay. And this is just other costs here. We figured about 25%. Uh, 25. Yeah. What I want to draw your attention to is like the administrative costs. So I know that everybody's a volunteer and mm -hmm. that and Taylor do a lot. Uh, we all do. It is not bad. Well, you well, just have to be the She was just the president at the time. Yeah. 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 That was going down That's, this list. Who can I call? <laughs> yeah, he was. But there's a uh, that's the administrative cost here. We don't have a dollar figure for that. Lost productivity, uh, I don't know what it means when a guest comes here to visit and they don't come back because if a, a smell. If that ever, if ever, ha well, ever has happened, yeah. we just recognize It's hard to put a number. It's to build the reason. Yeah. And then uh, major repairs. So I, I just put the bare minimum, 2100 bucks. That's uh, based on the the 
$70,000 number that we had up top of the $80,000 number. That's like, you know, just a, a percentage of the total amount of cooling that you guys have. Um, then other is, it's hard to put a dollar amount on avoiding the major costs of all the upgrades. So Matt mentioned multi-million dollar figures when, if you were to have to change the roof and the equipment and do everything at one time, it's hard to put a dollar figure on that. But the reactive approach, if everything had to be replaced, would be 81,500. With our uh, best solution at the 5520, uh, that adds up to $21,120. So the difference is a positive 60,000. Uh, I want to open it back up for questions here. Okay. How, how long is the contract? Um, it's uh, typically a year. Yeah. So and after one year, we could, if we were doing the better, we could do best the next year if we wanted to. Or by should it be changed mid cycle? Um, if we yeah, all of a sudden right. started making loads of money or had somebody <laughs> who just wanted to help pay our bills, COVID happens and like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, we can. You know, we I, I try to be as flexible as I possibly can with folks. And then, furthermore, if you guys decided to do the best option right out the gate, and we did the initial startup, and we realized that there are going to be a lot of cost, and um, then we we could allow you to, um, you know, exclude some pieces or. Um, downgrade the contract, get that done, and then the next year change it back to a best option. You know, there are a lot of things that we can do. You know, really, I'm, again, today today was put it out. I know we've gone way over the amount of time. Give you things to think about, discuss, and then give us some direction. And we're really willing to um, change things around. We do need to change that price a little bit because it does include the barbershop heater. Yeah, it sounds like that. So that, is, that so needs that to come out. Tall. Um, it's not going to make a significant change, but still, um, every little bit helps. Well, see, that was my question. I'm sorry. Where if we're the heating and air is this area, and we're pushing it into there, is that uh, cost effective? We have air ducts in there that's tied to this heating and air, so it is circular. Yeah, a cost of what those we, air ducts in. What I found so, right, when I was down there a couple of weeks ago, one of the uh -huh. air ducts had fallen off. Oh. So I had to reattach it. Okay. Well, that was that was the question. Whether it's so effective. That's why we weren't getting adequate cooling and heat. Can you guys please send us? I'm gonna mic this question. Can you guys send a breakdown of each? What's covered? What's not covered? Contract claims. You know, do we have to pay a? If we have to cancel, is there? Is there a buyout on the contract? Do we, or we, um, hey, we understand what you are, this is doable. Again, because like Don said, if we get hit with another, another COVID, we lost half the season. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, yeah. And we, we had three shows. We had three shows that year and we lost. It's going to hit us too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just so you know, we did trust us to get our canceled during that time. And um, then when they could, they picked us back up. You know, because. And we're, we're going to be flexible with you guys because, I mean, we have a heart for what you're trying to do here. I mean, we understand. Um, so to answer your question, typically the contract um, is amortized over a 12-month period until we just bill you monthly, unless y'all want to pay a different way. It just, 
you know, very flexible. We have some customers that pay once a year, some that pay quarterly, most pay monthly. Is um, there the a benefit for paying? All of them. No, it's not. It's just less hassle on this sweet lady who's your treasurer who's going to write me a check for a million dollars. She writes a check. I don't know she writes a check. Um, sweet lady. Did you say sweet lady? There's not necessarily a buyout, um, but for the first initial inspection, we're going to put a lot of labor into that first one because there's a lot of cleaning yep. um, that's going to be done. So if, heaven forbid, you decided that you know you, you wanted to cancel it after a certain period of time, we would at least just ask you to make us whole for the time that we've invested in that first startup. Yeah, so because even though it's quarterly maintenance, um, we have two majors and two minors, and really the um, major AC is the one that gets all the hours. It's the condensate line yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a major. It's right. talking about the one in the boiler. No. No, no. no. Okay. It's right beside that's the, the, the It's the one that's down here. And it's the one for the air conditioning. Yeah, yeah it's right beside the I those things that Mary and Mary Grace did that one time when we went down there and cleaned up. So it sounds like fun. my homework is to go and, and, and take the the barbershop off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, please. Then uh, send you back the best option and well, I'd like to see. I'd like to be able to bring. I'd like to be able to bring both options to the board. Okay. And say, okay, guys, here's what the contract states. Here's the cost for this one. Here's the cost for this one. This is what's covered. This is what's going to be done. And then let the board make the decision. And I have one more question. So now, we don't move fast. Just so you guys know, we don't move fast. We're in it for the long haul. <laughs> um, yeah. How fast can we get here if we have something to make? Um, well, we typically say two hours, about two hours. Now today, full exposure, we've had a hard time catching calls because it was late. It was a Fourth of July weekend, and it's hot as hell. Good question. But yes, we have guys in Mayberry um, every single day, and um, we have 24/7, 365. So if y'all were having a show at night and you needed us, you call us, and we've got a guy on call. And all of our guys live in the territory, so they can come. You know, probably at night it might be on the two-hour end of getting a response to you guys. But during the daytime, you know, ninety percent of what we do is on the weekends, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. We, we have we have on call. We have on call. When everything goes to my question: Total Comfort Solutions. Yeah. All those filters. Are those filters going to last three months? Or are we going to need to do maintenance in between for all of those filters? No. For okay. what you guys do um, here, it yeah. pretty much is fine. Okay. Some of our clients do require, we've got one client. Yeah. That you also do oddball filters? Yes. Because this is the one for downstairs. Yeah. It's yeah. black for <laughs> so, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do y'all do um, 
Can we roll that into a monthly payment if we can't pay it all up at once? Do we have to pay, if there's a major repair, do we have to pay it all up front? Question, I didn't think about that. That is a good question, um, and I'll just say I'll work with you. Yeah. So if we're not paying on time, Kelly, <laughs> yeah, Kelly. they might tell us no. Projector, slideshow, awesome. That, thing, that thing's great. I love that little slide. Sliding screen. Good job. All right, so debrief. Okay, so debrief. Is that? It's the Newberry Museum. Yeah, owned by the county. So, debrief. I thought that the photos were great. They showed enough pain, but not too much. I thought they were, you know, I thought we went about them about the right pace. I didn't think we lagged or lingered or rushed too much on that. There were questions. 
appropriate. Um, they had a lot of good questions. I didn't realize Matt did all the, that kind of contract to his job. I don't know. What did you think? I thought she did a great job. I thought that, um, you know, I, in preparation, you know, sometimes you stumble over things a little bit because you're trying to get things just perfectly. And then, um, but you didn't stumble at all. You were confident. You um, believed in what you were telling them. And you spoke from your heart. And it showed. I, I believe it. Yep. You know, it's amazing because over the weekend at the beach, walking on the beach or whatever, it takes a minute to sink in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I knew the price, I knew, and I got in my head, and it, it became clear that this is the right decision for them mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. Or so, in my heart, you know what I mean? Well, I know, and you can't, when you're believable, right. I mean, you, you can't, if you don't believe in it, you can't sell it no, to somebody No, you can't. Else. That's right. You know, and you know that this will help them. And you know that we do what we say we're going to do. We're not just fluffing. Mm-hmm. Now, today, we did. Today, I'd have a hard time because these are things that will keep me up at night. You know, we had um, a project going on, and so we had um, one of our customers, we, we, were, we didn't get to them in four hours today. They're not really happy about it, and so we got to make nice on it. But it's the exception rather than the rule. It's explainable. It's for, you know, after a three-day weekend, and we got calls left and right because it's hot. <sighs> Don't let that make you nervous, by the way. That okay. didn't happen. That, uh, that's the exception rather than the rule. I promise it's you not it my is. department. But we're, that, um. It happens. Every once in a blue moon. It's all good. I thought the people there were engaged. Yeah, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know how engaged they were going to be. But everybody was paying attention. You know, Hiam, whatever his name was. Oh, and he, he, was he glad we connected with him in the he beginning. Was, he was chiming right along. Head nodding the whole way. With I know, yes, that's right. And all the ladies were um, yep. piping up. And hey, that the treasurer, she's a school teacher. And her coils look like that. But I, she's in an old building. She works at Newberry County Schools. I'm positive. And I almost <laughs> said something, but I kept my mouth shut. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have gone there. They got Mike. I, he he kind of looked like he knew what he's talking about too, though. Yeah. About the sump pump and all. Yeah, I was trying to pay attention to. He worked for something, some kind of dental, something, something dental. I don't know who he works for. The ladies were chiming in. I think um, what's his name's wife, Matt's wife. It looked like she was taking pictures of all of your slides. So I don't know how I feel about that, but the same time I mean there are a lot of copycats out there that's why I think it's important well, that one we lady show. turned her laptop around I think she was videoing the, the oh was she the lady to the right of where Hannah was sitting when we got oh really I felt like somebody was on zoom because there was somebody else there she turned her laptop around like it was watching it doesn't matter but I noticed it about halfway through I uh, well, maybe a board member that couldn't make it or something. Oh, uh, I gotcha. Well, you it's know, good. I think um, 
she should take pictures of that stuff. It's, it's major problems. It is, and we can help them. Right. We can help them. Um, I'm surprised they haven't had more issues than what they had, but they haven't. But they did have COVID the past two years, and they weren't open. That's why they didn't have any issues. What the smells? I mean, you smelled it when you walked in there. It's, it's, I, you go in the upstairs mezzanine, and I was like, I, I told the tech, you know, he was like, man, it smells like cat, cat piss. And he was like, I think it's rats. It's like, I think it's rats. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's it is. all these old clothes, clothes, yep. and clothes. You know, we can't help them with the rats, but we Got can it. keep the rats' nest out of the HVAC equipment and keep it from blowing all that. Well, I know you did an excellent job. So, congratulations on your first verification meeting. You look like you knew what you were doing, Matt. <laughs> you pulled it off. No, and I, I, you know, I, I'm sure that they'd be shocked if they knew it. that's the first time you've ever done a verification <laughs> meeting. <laughs> you got it. My little light was blinking there for a minute. I don't know why I was blinking. I was going to tell them I've only been here about a month and a half, but yeah. <laughs> it did need to go there. I really appreciate you helping with the pricing part. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. I'll work on that next time. Where, what do you more. need to Are you working on everything, Matt? What are you apologizing for? Well, I, I don't have it down yet. But for goodness sakes. What you waiting on? <laughs> That's why I'm here. That is why I'm here. Critical dad coming out of me. Oh, working on that. Anything to apologize for? My goodness, you were. I think that you did a phenomenal job, and I mean, I I spoke up, but I did not have to speak up. You could have handled everything that I said in that meeting. The good. What was Matt talking about? Ramp? He called it ramp. I don't know. Um, we'll have to look that up. But a ramp program. He is in the project management world, and it's a ramp program. I don't know. Probably something to a. They likened it to a warranty. Which is exactly what we do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? But. I bet you they'll come up with the, with the money. I bet you they will, too. You know, because at the end of the day, it's how risk tolerant are you. And we've got a little um, submarine that I can send over to you and you can just email it. I don't want to email them a proposal until they're ready to sign it. So we can give them some exactly what he asked for. Oh, I didn't hit that no, bird. Did I? You did, yeah. Oh goodness, I definitely don't want to have cardinal. Um, he just wants pricing and what's covered and what's not. Right, and I think once they narrow it down to, hey, send me the contract for the best option, then we send them the contract for the best. Right, and I do, I do like presenting the the um the good. Yeah, yeah, because it explains the competition. Yeah, it we're knocks all of them we're out. Disqualifying the competition. It disqualifies them all. They're all going to tell you a cheap upfront price. And then hit you with these major calls, and they get yeah. rewarded, and everybody's like, oh, mm -hmm. "You don't say." Yeah. So you can find a better price, but we're not. They're going to help you get um, better. I, I, I in life listened twice over the weekend to my 
my buddy Corey's uh, verification meeting, and he said, he said in there, when somebody says, is that the best price you can do? Sometimes he gets offended and says, wait a minute, all the labor hours you need to do this right, to meet your goals are in here. What do you want me to cut? <laughs> this is the best, this is the best solution. Yep. Thought that was pretty cool. Well, Mike Branham says it all the time, and it does. And like right now, we're negotiating with Komatsu, not Komatsu, Constantia. And Constantia loves us, and they love Jordan Turgoloff. He's their primary tech out there. Well, Constantia got this guy named Mark Pulio, and I have to pray. I'm not lying to you. I got to pray and ask God for forgiveness often whenever <laughs> I'm dealing with this man because he drives me bananas, man. Because he, his sole goal, purpose in life is to beat down every supplier. And that's what he views us as. We're just a supplier. And we're a commodity. And, you know, he has no value. You know, just wants to beat us down. And it doesn't matter what we're bringing to the table, a project or whatever. He's just going, he's one of those people, he's going to beat you down. Well, I can only give it to you if you give me a 6% six reduction in the price of your um, agreement. Wow. Yeah, that, that wow. kind of he stuff. he said that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I, I <laughs> meanwhile, already had to deal with this yo-yo at FN America. And FN America, um, now he's over. At, we, we lost FN America, unfortunately. That's a whole long story. I'll tell you about that later. But um, now he's moved over to Constantia. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It was just, it was my worst day at work. Second worst day at work whenever I found out that Mark is over at Constantia. Because now every single time we're going to have to deal with this mess. So I told Mike and Bill, because they've got the relationship with their plant engineer, Mark Kopp, who will not let us move away. I have to deal with Mark, but Mark is the one. And so I just told Mike and Bill, make sure Mark knows that. I don't, if we're going to constantly be fighting over price, he's constantly going to beat us down as 